0: Hi everyone, my name is Cindy and I want to tell you an odd story which happened to me recently. The thing is that once I took part in book crossing and came across a strange book with incomprehensible instructions. I live in New York and book crossing is very popular here. For several years now, I've left the books I read in the most unusual places. People took them away quickly and then put new ones. Usually, they attached notes or wrote small wishes on the fly leaves. This time, I got a book with incomprehensible spells and rituals. It was some kind of mysticism. I didn't like reading something like that, but I noticed the message that was in it, and it was written in some strange symbols. At first, I thought it was some kind of dead language, but I read through the book and realized that the message was composed of the symbols that were described in it. Fortunately, there was a transcript of them on the last pages. It took me several days to translate everything. It turned out that the previous owner wanted me to send him an email marked Deciphered. I typed the message enthusiastically, and when I sent it, I was so excited I was curious who this person was and what he wanted, and the very next day I received an answer from him. Do you think he told me anything? Nope, the stranger just greeted me and sent me a code of numbers. The anonym also added that if I cracked the code, I would move on to the next stage of the mini quest. To be honest, after such an answer, I wanted to quit right away and forget about the stranger and his riddles. I didn't want to waste a lot of time on all sorts of mysterious messages again. And then I thought that maybe this would lead me to some treasures or antiques. I was simply overwhelmed by these thoughts and began to look for the right book in the library to decipher the message. It's probably hard to believe, but I found nothing there. I didn't fall into despair and started looking for the right literature on the internet however, this brought no results either. There was a bookseller who had the only book that could help me and it cost $200. It was very old and rare. By that time, I was excited so much that I decided to buy it. I just had to figure out the message. When I got the book, it took me a couple of days to decipher the message of the anonym, which he sent me by email but I ended up with just a jumble of letters. I thought that these letters were another riddle, so I tried to solve it. Unfortunately, I failed. I was so upset that I scrunched up that sheet, threw it away, and went for a walk all alone. But my walk ended in an unpleasant incident. The police came up to me and asked me to follow them. I was really scared. For some reason, I thought it had something to do with the code and the police were involved. But everything turned out to be much simpler. I was so deeply immersed in my sad thoughts that I didn't notice I crossed the road against a red light. The police saw the violation of the rules and immediately rushed to detain me. I was lucky to get off with just a warning and a short lecture on traffic rules. But that wasn't my last adventure that day. When I got home, I saw new emails from the anonym. He asked me when I would send him an answer because a lot would depend on it, perhaps even a human life. At that moment, I got so scared that my hands started trembling. I imagined that this man held a poor hostage in his basement. Maybe my solutions could save them. I wrote him an answer that I got complete nonsense and then I asked him not to harm anyone since I was ready to keep on deciphering the message. I started rummaging through the trash can right away to find my piece of paper and sent the jumble of letters that I had got to the anonym. I got a reply from the stranger right away. He wrote that I had done everything right, but I had to put those letters into words. The solution was so simple and when I realized how stupid I was, I wanted to punch my forehead with my palm. When I put all the letters together, I got the phrase, Good Deeds, which I immediately sent by email. Fortunately, that was the correct answer. The anonym congratulated me on the fact that the most difficult thing was behind me and that soon my quest would come to an end. He also added that an envelope with a small letter would be waiting for me outside the New York Public Library tomorrow morning. I began to look forward to tomorrow with great impatience. Excitement overwhelmed me, so I couldn't even fall asleep. As soon as it was 9 o'clock in the morning, I ran to the library as fast as if a watchdog was chasing me. The anonym didn't specify where the envelope would be. I had to examine the stairs, even go inside the building and walk in there, examine everything outside. I surely looked like a crazy girl to onlookers. People looked askance at me, and someone even decided to film a video. It was really hard, but I found the envelope that was hidden near the lion sculpture. I opened it and saw a blank sheet with only FOR CINDY written on it. Was this a new riddle? I thought that it wasn't the only message there, so I started walking around the building again looking for some clue. Unfortunately, I couldn't find anything. When I got home, I examined the envelope and the sheet of paper, but I found nothing. I got tired of thinking about it all the time and decided to have a snack. In the kitchen, my mother watched a series, and who would have thought that I would find the answer to the riddle in that? According to the plot, the main character received a message that was written in invisible ink, and then I realized that most likely the letter had been written with a pen with invisible ink. Why didn't I think of that right away? After all, sometimes I use exactly the same ink. When I flashed a torch that was attached to a pen, I saw a small text. It said that $1,000 was waiting for me near the pond. Then I realized that there was no hostage, the anonym was just trying to make the quest more intense. On the way, I thought that this money would be enough for me to buy the purse I had dreamed of for so long. These thoughts gave me even more strength to reach the end of the quest. I managed to see a small cross on the ground near the pond. I started digging in the ground with my hands and came across a transparent bag with money and another note. It said that our world really needed such responsible and attentive people because only they could change it. And on the back of the note there was a question. Will you keep this money or donate it to a charity fund that helps people with rare diseases, thereby continuing the chain of good deeds? Send me your answer by email. I was shocked. To be honest, I didn't even understand what was the point of the whole quest. I went back home and wrote to the Anonym asking what it all meant, and his answer amazed me. The Anonym introduced himself as Justin. He was one of the youngest and richest volunteers. For several years, he had been recruiting people not only on special sites or at meetings, but also through book crossing. Justin believed that people who liked books were often very kind and responsible. He came up with the quest in order to find the strongest, the most attentive, and self-sacrificing people from different parts of the country for his team. At first, he didn't even hope that such a method would work, but in the end, the results amazed him. Almost all of the participants donated money and became part of his volunteer team and they were the ones who helped the most those in need. After reading this, I donated my money without hesitation. I liked the quest idea, although it was a bit weird, so I became a volunteer in Justin's team and continued the chain of good deeds that he had started. Justin asked me to leave the book with mysterious symbols with which it all started near the Museum of Modern Art for the next participant in Book Crossing. What would you do if you were me? Would you take the $1,000 or donate it? Give your answers in the comments, like the video, and share it with your friends.